0: Hey guys, Shane with Now That I'm Older. Check out Rogue Intel Prime with Duff and Chris. Anything goes in this podcast of infinite possibilities. The gang are sure to entertain with their take on the latest news, commentary, and review of, well, whatever the hell they feel like. Check out Rogue Intel Prime on RogueIntel.com. The best weapon is the one you never have to fire. I respectfully disagree. I prefer the weapon you only have to fire once. That's how Dad did it. That's how America does it. And it's worked out pretty well so far. Especially for the powerful Nerdcast. Hello, my friends, and welcome to episode 40 of the powerful Nerdcast. This is a pretty monumental episode right here. I can't believe we made it to episode 40. It's also monumental because this is the very first... Solo edition of the Powerful Nerdcast. That's right, I am all alone today. And that's because Christian is currently out of town, working on a shoot in Mexico. So he is relaxing on the sunny and sandy beaches, sucking back some margaritas, and here I am back in the cold office. That being said, I think we still have a pretty exciting show today, despite the fact that I am all alone. I still have a lot of things that I really want to talk about today. A lot of things that I never have the time to talk about when uh, I'm currently working working on my other Super Kami projects, or my job outside of Super Kami Guru 9000. But that being said, let's just go ahead and get on track here. We have so many cool things to discuss today. Last week, we got our very first look at the Captain America Civil War trailer. That's right, our very first look at the film, and I have to say it looks pretty exciting. We also got a very short preview for Batman vs. Superman, The Dawn of Justice which will be releasing next year as well not only that but we have a couple of naruto related topics to discuss, not only is there this brand new fighting game coming out, but there's also this mysterious countdown that which has just appeared, which might have to do with the next iteration of the Naruto anime series. So, with that being said, let's just go ahead and jump into Captain America Civil War. Now, going into this trailer for the first time, I knew that they weren't going to show too much, and you know what? I'm okay with that. Uh, I was expecting that they weren't going to show Spider-Man at all. Uh, I really think they're going to try and keep that character secret, and I'm not even really sure how big of a role Spider-Man is going to play in this movie. In fact, he's probably just going to be a post credit scene. That's the way that I'm seeing it. That's probably going to be his biggest contribution to the film. That being said, the trailer itself is pretty damned exciting, especially if you've been following the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh, The trailer actually opens up with a scene which was seen at the very End of Ant-Man where you have Falcon and Captain America who are interrogating Bucky, otherwise known as the Winter Soldier. It almost seems like the Winter Soldier has actually gotten all of his old memories back, as he's actually talking with Captain America as if he is his actual brother. This is basically a big family reunion. But before things can get all happy, all of a sudden, all these soldiers just start busting out of nowhere, just destroying shit with their guns, and this, there's also a really nice shot of uh, Crossbones here, who's going to be one of the uh, villains of the film. You only see him for about like about a split second. He's behind All of these soldiers, but he looks really freaking awesome. I think he's going to be one of the cooler villains that we've seen from the Marvel Cinematic Universe, despite the fact that he's not exactly an alien or a god or some weird other dimensional being. He's a lot more grounded in realism. Although there is hints that there are going to be other villains in this film. Case in point, I don't want to jump the gun quite yet. But we have General Thunderbolt Ross who is returning and uh, a lot of people have theorized that he's going to end up becoming the Red Hulk in this movie. Now, I don't know if that's going to happen in this movie. I think it would be really cool because uh, Captain America Civil War is going to have a uh, a lack of Hulk and Mark Ruffalo in it. And In many ways, this would sort of fill the void, but I don't think it's necessary to show that quite yet. Maybe show the beginnings of Thunderbolt Ross becoming uh, the Red Hulk. I think that would be really cool. Maybe plant the seeds for that later because, you know, just... Imagine how cool it would be to see a live-action version of both of these Hulk characters just fighting each other. Like, if you thought the whole Hulkbuster armor scene was great, two Hulks together would be absolutely fantastic, especially because the Red Hulk is a little different from the typical Incredible Hulk that we've seen from the series. I think he's a little more intelligent. Um, He pretty much has all the same powers, but uh, it would just be really great to see that happen. Uh, Really, though, the whole point of Ross being here is that he's basically letting Captain America know, Look... It's great that you're a hero and all, but you can't keep destroying the city, you know, every single time a villain shows up. Basically, there's a lot of collateral damage, and people are starting to see these people as vigilantes. And uh, this is obviously, I think, going to be one of the bigger parts of the whole uh, Civil War storyline. In fact, there's this one scene where there's this large stack of paper which is known as the Sokovia Accords, which I imagine will have something to do with the whole superhero registration act, which is definitely going to be one of the uh, biggest parts of the film where basically the uh, governments of the world, if they have superheroes, they want them to register themselves as well as their secret identities. There's going to be some that want to do that and some that are completely opposed to that, and that's just going to be one of the uh, many forces which are going to be dividing the heroes and the Avengers themselves, as well as introducing a lot of new heroes and villains as well so I think that's really awesome Um, obviously this is a Captain America movie it is mostly focusing on him and I'm okay with that I honestly think that he has some of the better movies of the, uh, the MCU universe Uh, But some other really cool shots from this trailer, some of which are just completely brand new, Uh, we get to see, finally, some interaction between Captain America and Tony Stark, otherwise known as Iron Man, and you can already feel the tension between these two characters. They did a pretty good job of actually, like, building that up in Age of Ultron. You could see that they were definitely at odds with each other. I I really like the scene where uh, Tony Stark is telling him, I really like to punch you in your perfect teeth. That's exactly what Tony would say to him, and uh, it's also implied, too, uh, when you see Iron Man for the first time, like, without his helmet in this trailer, like, he's probably already been in a fight with Cap because he's already got, like, a black eye and it looks like he's already been through a lot of crap. Um, you have some great shots of uh, Falcon, who is just already turning into one of my, like, favorite characters from the MCU. I love the way he fights, how he basically uses his wings to give himself momentum to do this double kick. He takes out these two guards at once. It looks really slick. I really love the way that they're doing the uh, the action in these movies. Uh, you got Captain America, who just... God, he looks so cool just watching him just run around, bouncing off of buildings, drop-kicking dudes, just going through windows. Like, his fighting style is always really fun to watch. There's a really cool shot, again, of Iron Man and War Machine. So War Machine is going to be a uh, a very big part of this film, and there is a shot later on in the trailer, uh, which is kind of spoilerish, and I really wish they didn't show it. Uh, but the the real, like, meat and potatoes of this trailer is definitely the scenes where uh, everybody's going up against Iron Man and War Machine, and they, it looks like they're on some sort of base or maybe some sort of airport, and they're just sort of flying around and battling with each other. Um, I'm, I'm not really sure how this fight is going to work, but this scene is really important because we get our very first look at the Black Panther, and he's definitely my favorite thing about this trailer. The Black Panther is a really cool and classic comic book character who's been around since the uh, the late '60s, I believe he was introduced in 1966, uh, created by Stan Lee and Jack Kirby. So that definitely makes him one of the more classic Marvel characters. And, uh, he's going to be played by Chadwick Boseman. Uh, unfortunately, I don't know too much about the actor, but I I really can't wait to see how he's gonna bring this character to life. What I will say is, his costume looks pretty damned awesome. It's, uh, slightly reminiscent of, like, a full body X-Men suit, because it's, like, all black leather, but it does work for Black Panther, especially because his overall theme is, of course, based on a Panther itself. And, uh, just, damn, he just looks so cool. And there's only, like, one quick shot of him. There's a small scene where it it looks like he's drop kicking the Winter Soldier, and that's about it. I think there's one other shot later on where you see him running. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. Captain America is uh, actually chasing the Black Panther uh, through some, some sort of like underground tunnel. Um, there's another shot where Captain America is like holding on to a helicopter in this railing and just using his bare strength to keep it from flying off. I think that's pretty freaking awesome. Um, but really, the the big part about this trailer is definitely the final shot where you have the Winter Soldier, you have Captain America, and they're teaming up against Iron Man, and they are just beating the ever-living crap out of him. And it looks really awesome. I love the choreography. Um, a little bit of the CG could use some touch-ups to make it seem a little more believable, especially from Iron Man, because you get a sense that basically Bucky and Captain are fighting against like something that's not really there. Um, but then again, this movie doesn't come out for months, so there's going to be a lot of things that they can work on and improve, and it's pretty obvious that they've, uh, already got a large chunk of the movie already done, so I imagine, uh, the next couple of months are gonna be devoted entirely To uh post production and working on those special effects, it looks really cool. Um, like I mentioned earlier, there's this shot of War Machine, um, where basically it looks like War Machine is either just completely knocked out and defeated, or he might possibly be dead. And you can see that Tony Stark actually like has him, like he's holding on to him. And uh I just don't think this was a very smart decision to show something like that in the trailer, because now we know at some point in the movie that War Machine's just gonna get his ass handed to him, and this is probably going to be the turning point for Tony. This is gonna be like like that moment where he's like, all right, I I can't sit on this anymore. We're going to have to fight now. Like this is the turning point of the film. This is when these characters are probably going to be fully divided. I'm not sure how that's going to happen. Now, the trailer itself, I am glad doesn't reveal too much outside of some of those scenes, uh, especially by not showing Spider-Man. Like, even if they'd have just showed, like, a spider web in the trailer, I'd have probably been satisfied. But still, keeping that mysterious is going to be great, especially for people who, uh, you know, don't look on the internet, like, every freaking day and learn about this stuff. You know, when they go to theaters and they're like, holy crap, Spider-Man's gonna be a part of this, this is really, really great, where the hell are the (laughs) X-Men, who gives a shit about the Fantastic Four, uh, you know, the Spider-Man's really gonna change the entire dynamic of, um, the entire MCU, I mean, obviously, he's kind of like the poster boy for Marvel Comics, you know, he's always been one of the more popular characters who's had a wide appeal to not only younger readers, but to older readers as well, for people who've been, uh, reading his comics, um, I'd like to say that I've been collecting uh, Marvel comics for years and that I've been following them, but I haven't. Uh, I, I there's only a few comic series that I actually uh, purchase religiously now and uh, the one that I get the most definitely involves four Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles but that's a discussion for another day um, which there, there's supposed to be a trailer for that second movie coming out in December hopefully it's way better than the first crappy movie which again m- more discussions for other other days you know let's save this for another podcast guys uh, but uh, I liked the trailer right here I thought it was really exciting It. Uh, I'm not going to Judge the movie wholly yet. You know, uh, you can't judge a movie on a trailer. Uh, A trailer can make any movie look really awesome. This has the potential to be really good. It also has the potential to be really bad. Um, But it's being done by the people who worked on Winter Soldier. So I have a feeling that at least it's going to be a really fun action movie. Like I said, I think Winter Soldier had some of the best uh, action that I've seen from the MCU. So check out this trailer. If for some odd reason you've been sleeping under a rock for like the last week, I will put a uh, link to that in the description box below. I'd love to hear. Your thoughts on it. Uh, I think it's really exciting, and uh, I'm definitely really pumped up for the movie now. Uh, It's hard to not be as excited because I'm such a hardcore Star Wars fan and like that's like the only thing on my mind right now especially because I thought those trailers were just absolutely perfect every single one and they just give me chills I didn't necessarily get chills from the Captain America Civil War trailer but it has gotten me more interested in the film and to see what they're going to do with it and I can't wait to see what they're going to do with that uh, second generation of Avengers characters because they're they're definitely going to be playing a more active role in this movie like you get to see some great shots of Scarlet Witch who's actually like flying up in the air with like her fiery energy I think that looks really cool I'm Really curious as to where the vision is. Like, I I know that he's supposed to be in this movie, but this would be a great opportunity to sort of maybe expand on him just a little bit. But then again, we have to remember that this is not an Avengers film, this is a Captain America film, and uh, they do need to focus on Cap, especially because this is probably going to be the final movie of his trilogy. Not the final movie that he'll appear in, he'll definitely make appearances in a lot of the other uh, spin offs as well as uh, all the big Infinity War movies coming up, and hell, maybe even pop up in some of the Netflix TV shows. Those are starting to get really popular. It started with Daredevil. I'm currently uh, about halfway through uh, Jessica Jones, which is another Marvel character that I just don't, know a lot about. I know that she's kind of a new character, like she was created in the early 2000s, uh, but this is sort of like my first introduction to her character. I do know about the character of Luke Cage who is just freaking awesome and supposedly he's getting his own show too. I would love to see all of these characters sort of like eventually make an appearance because they do take place in the MCU as well. So maybe when we get to Infinity War, we might just get to see like all of these different mediums converge on one another. All the TV shows, even like the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. stuff, like I think that would be awesome. They need to bring Coulson back in in the movies, I don't know what's up with that, uh, but yeah, Captain America, Civil War, it's pretty freaking awesome, now, before we move on to the Naruto stuff, there was one other small trailer, which is comic book related, we just talked about Marvel, let's go into DC land, just the other night, I was watching, uh, the last episode of the, uh, fall season for Gotham, and they had this, uh, small preview for Batman versus Snooper- Superman, which is basically an exclusive sneak peek at the film, which is not so much a sneak peek as it is, just a small little 50 second clip, where, I'm not really sure what the hell is going on, but apparently Batman has been captured, and he's in some underground place, and Superman comes down, and he finds him, and he unmasks him, and after seeing this and watching it a couple of times, I think this is a dream sequence. I think Batman is having some sort of nightmare about being captured, and being caught by Superman, and being unmasked, and all of his... Work that he's done for years is now going to be ruined because everybody knows who he is. Basically, he fears everything that is Superman, which is going to be one of the biggest themes of the movie. Batman does not trust Superman. He thinks he's entirely too powerful. He's basically a god. And for Batman, that's going to be a really big problem. He's afraid that maybe he'll go mad with power and start just, you know, blasting everybody with his eye lasers or something. All I know is this was another interesting uh, preview. I would have preferred another full trailer, although I'm still pretty satisfied with the one that they gave us last time. I, I do like when trailers keep things a little more vague. Um, I think that's a trend that's starting to come back a little bit. I think we can thank movies like uh, Star Wars The Force Awakens for that, because that movie comes out in like two and a half weeks, and I still don't really know what the movie is about. Like, I know about the characters, and I know about, like, some of the worlds that they're going to visit, but I really couldn't tell you anything about, like, the overall story, about, like, where it starts, where it ends, and where it's going. Um, And that seems to be what they're doing with this whole Batman versus Superman thing, which I'm totally down for. Uh, Keep it really vague and mysterious. But uh, I'm really excited for this movie. Um... I'm still not sure how I feel about Ben Affleck as Batman, but then again, I haven't seen him in action enough. I haven't heard him talk enough. You know, this is going to be one of those, like, you kind of just have to see it for yourself kind of movies, and uh, if they're smart, they'll keep it secret, and they'll uh, market the hell out of this, but let's face it, they're going to. This is just one of many huge comic book movies which are going to be uh, coming out in 2016. I mean, Deadpool comes out in just a couple of months, and uh, that's just going to be completely different tonally from both of these movies. It's it's going back to Marvel, but it's all also, like more of an X Men movie because it involves the character of Deadpool. You're gonna have a lot of those uh, X Men characters like Colossus in that film, but it's also gonna have just a big sense of humor. They just released a brand new trailer for it, which is a or not a trailer. They released a a poster for Deadpool, which is really funny. Which is basically him just showing off his ass and basically commenting that yes, he does have a good ass. Just reinforcing the fact that the Deadpool movie is going to be one hell of a wild ride and definitely unlike any other superhero film that we've ever seen before. I think it's pretty freaking awesome. So, uh, Batman versus Superman, I wish I had more to say about it. Um, It's just, it's a weird trailer. It's, like I said, it has to be a dream sequence. If it's not, there are some weird circumstances going on. Like, when Superman busts down into this, like, underground area, there are all of these, like, guards with guns who suddenly get on their knees as if they're, like, sort of prostrating themselves before Superman, like, you are our god, you shall save us, and, uh, I'm not sure what to take from that, I really think this is just, uh, Bruce having a really messed up dream, uh, but still, it's also really strange seeing him, uh, dressed up as Batman, uh, where he has, like, the, uh, the cowl on, but then he's also wearing, like, this, like, really dirty, like, jacket and stuff, it's sort of like a mixture, of uh, just different styles. Obviously, this is not what he's going to look like the entire film. He is going to have his traditional bat suit. We've seen it in all the promotional materials and even the previous trailer. Um, I will say, though, that I still think this is the best cinematic Batsuit. I still love the look of it. A lot. I know a lot of people don't like the, uh, the small ears, uh, but I like those. I think they're really, really classic and very reminiscent. And we also have to remember that even in the comics, Batman's suit has gone through a number of different looks. He's had super long ears. He's had really little teeny ears. Uh, The suit is always changing, and a lot of that, of course, has to do with the uh, artist who's working on the series at the time. Uh, If I had to choose my favorite artist for Batman, it would probably be Jim Lee. Uh, I'm not sure why. I think it's probably because of this style right here, Um, the short ear style. I think he's always made that look really cool, um, but yeah, I'm, I'm totally down with Jim Lee's design, uh, it's also incredibly reminiscent, of course, of The Dark Knight Returns, the, uh, the classic Frank Miller story, uh, which any comic book fan should check out, even if you're not really a big fan of Batman, it's just a really good read, um, so yeah, there it is, uh, so check out those trailers, they're really freaking exciting, I really enjoyed them quite a bit. But, uh, next, let's go ahead and move on to Ninja Land, otherwise known as Naruto. So, the new Naruto game looks really awesome. Um, I'm really excited for it. I actually skipped the last game in the series. Uh, this one right here is Naruto Shippuden Ultimate Ninja Storm 4, um... I wanted to wait for the next big iteration of the series because this might be the final Naruto game. This is going to be the one that probably has the largest roster. And uh, the new trailer for it is impressive. I mean, uh, they've always done a really good job of making these games look really cinematic and in many ways... You know what, there is no many ways about it. It looks better than the anime version. I hate to say that. I really do, because I'm a huge fan of the anime version of Naruto. Uh, especially with everything that's been going on right now. This this game just looks so much better. Um, but the game itself is just going all out especially like with its boss battles um we know that the regular fighting game is always going to be there it's always going to be fun and super flashy but uh the boss fights that they have in this game just continuously get better every single time being just incredibly cinematic and just frankly just plain epic there's this uh one battle that they show where you're actually controlling naruto who has the uh the nine tails cloak like all around him he's actually transformed into karama the actual like giant fox and he's running around this battlefield this valley and he's being chased by uh, the first form of the Tentails, and just the scale and destruction of all of it looks amazing, and I I can't even tell if it's like a cutscene, or if it's actual gameplay, it looks like gameplay, and that is freaking great, that means you'll be able to control all through these like crazy sequences, which look amazing. Um, another thing that's really cool about this one, of course, is you'll get to have more bigger boss battles by playing as the summon characters, like, I'm looking at a scene right now where, uh, Naruto's with Gamabunta, and then you have, a uh, Sakura and Sasuke who have their slug and snake, respectively, um, and, and another big epic boss battle, um, and it looks like they're gonna go through, I'm guessing, the entire series, um, there is one element uh, that they don't really show too much in the trailer, and and I don't want to spoil too much for those who uh, have not read the manga version, but uh, there is one brand new villain who shows up in this trailer, and that is uh, Kaguya, and uh, boy, her fighting style looks really cool in this game. I hope it translates this well to the anime version, especially the way that she's constantly going through all these different dimensions. But uh, Kaguya is technically the final villain of the series, but there is still one small conflict after uh, her story is completed, and I'm not sure if they're going to include this in this game or if they're going to wait for the next one. If they wait for the next one, I think that's kind of cheap. Also, there is this amazing scene, and uh, big spoilers again if you have not read the manga, Uh, there's uh, this part of the story where Kakashi... ...is able to uh, get both of the Sharingan eyes from Obito... ...and he's able to summon his very own version of the Susano... ...and it looks really awesome. It's basically just a big flying Susano with a scar across its eye... ...and it looks like there's going to be a sequence in the game... ...where you actually get to control it... ...as it flies around in this amazing looking dimension... ...fighting against Kaguya in her giant Jinchuriki rabbit form. Yes, and it looks so cool the way he's throwing Shuriken around... ...and dodging the attacks... This this game looks like it's going to have some big damn style behind it. Um, obviously, the, the biggest thing about this game is that it's a fighting game, and whenever there's a new fighting game coming out, especially one that's in a continuous series, the thing that most people are interested in is like, all right, who's being added to the roster, and, uh, there really aren't that many additions to the roster in this game, outside of just, like, different versions of characters, uh, but just about every major character from the Naruto world is represented in this game, and, uh, even, like, the final version of Sakura from the series is in the game, she has her own damn costume, which looks really freaking cool, um, I really wish they would include um, some other characters, though, who've never had, like, an opportunity to be in the games, especially ones who've been snubbed. I think one of the biggest requests from the fan base is that we get the Sound 4 from uh, the original series. If you guys remember the uh, the final arc before the time skip, uh, those were Orochimaru's goons who all, like, went through those uh, crazy curse seal transformations and had some crucial battles with some of the main characters of the series. And they have appeared in the games before, mostly as, like, assist characters, but this would be an opportunity to Finally, bring them in and sort of bring the entire series full circle. Um, only a few members of the uh, the ninja swordsmen are playable, like obviously Zabaza, Kisame, uh, Haku is coming along with Zabaza because you know they're best buddies. And uh, I-, I wanted more. Ninja Swordsman, especially the way they were expanded upon in the anime version, you know. Just create cool movesets for them and throw them in. I think that would be awesome. Um, obviously, you now have multiple versions of Maduro Uchiha and Obito going through their different Jinchiriki transformations. Kaguya, of course, is a fantastic addition. And we're probably going to get multiple, multiple versions of Naruto and Sasuke as usual. Very similar to the uh, the classic Dragon Ball Z games where you get to play as, like all the different versions of Goku and Vegeta. Basically, they took a page from their book. Um, That being said, I still think this looks really good, I don't think it's the leap that it could have been, like, it is on PS4 and it does look very nice and very clean, but it doesn't look that much better than the last couple of games, like, it still basically is the same exact engine, especially... Uh, when you look at just, like, the regular fights, like, they basically look identical. You know, there are some things that look better, like particle effects and uh, just the overall speed of the game and everything and just the fluidity. That looks better. But for the most part, it's pretty much the same. There's a lot of repeat stages and things that we've seen before, and it doesn't really matter. Most of the stages are pretty much identical to each other. They're either a big circle or a big box. That's just the way it usually is. I I wish they would get a little more creative with uh, how they would do the stages in this game, and I think even, like, wall fighting might even be coming back. That was something from the original Naruto Storm game, which I thought was really cool, just a good representation of how the characters fight in the Naruto series. Um, But I am excited for this game. Um, I'm pretty satisfied with the roster. Um, Of course, I would always like more characters. There's just so many that they could choose from. You know, fair up to me. Every character who threw a punch in the series should definitely be in the game. That's the way I see it. Um, I know that's a little excessive, but uh, really, just go crazy with this. We've had Dragon Ball games where there's literally hundreds of characters, and this one is also going to have an absolutely massive roster. I'm also kind of wondering if they're going to have the uh, the pre-time skip characters uh, in this game, because that was something they did for the last couple of them, like playing as like, a younger version of Naruto, Sasuke, Hinata, etc. I wonder if they're going to include them in. Um, some people are against those because they feel that they're basically there just to fill out the roster, but uh, I like. I like that. I like having kind of, like, a full comprehensive version of the entire Naruto story, and, uh, it looks like they're gonna do that in this game. Uh, as far as, like, the really cool cutscenes and action and all that stuff, it also looks like there's going to be, like, a big, uh, adventure mode, which I'm not gonna lie, I'm not thrilled about. I've never enjoyed the adventure modes in the Naruto games because all it is is just running around, starting a fight, getting money, buying crap, and then repeating the process for, like, over 20 hours just so you can lock all of the characters. I've never been a big fan of this. Um I really just sort of prefer, like, the arcade style of fighting the characters. Like, I, the reason I don't like it is because they create this, like, big world for you to sort of run around in, but there really isn't that much to do in it, you know? It's basically... Just a hub world, simple as that, where you can talk to people, and that's about it. I guess if you wanted to see what it was like to sort of explore that world as a character from the Naruto series, it's kind of cool. But really, a lot of the times when I do that, when I play through the story mode, I basically do it just to see the boss battles and basically just to unlock every single character. Whenever there's, like, just a normal cutscene or I'm talking to someone, I usually just skip it. I just get right ahead. For me, the, uh, the the main reason to play these games is to play with your friends and, of course, to play online. Um, but really, the, the boss battles in on this one are really starting to win me over, so I think it's going to be pretty damn fantastic. Um, but yeah, that is it. Naruto, Ultimate Ninja Storm 4. There's also going to be some DLC for the game, which again, I'm kind of against. I really wish they would just include this in the game. They're clearly ready to go. Um, If you pre-order the game, you'll get a uh, skin for Kakashi, which makes him look like the uh, Hokage, which is definitely a really cool costume. He's my favorite character, so I might have to go ahead and pre-order that version. You also get two brand spanking new characters, which are Boruto Uzumaki and Sarada Uchiha, which haven't even, like, made their first official appearance in the anime version outside of a movie, so this is a really big deal to finally be able to play as these characters and actually sort of like see them in action a little bit. I think that'd be great. There's also going to be some early access costumes. You'll be able to play as the characters from Naruto the Last. Both uh, Sasuke, Naruto, Hinata and Sakura. That's right. I I especially love the look of Sasuke especially with his uh, badass poncho. This is definitely I think one of my favorite looking versions of Sasuke. Uh, So I can't wait to see them and I know there's going to be even more costumes. All types of DLC. We live in the DLC generation guys. That's just the way it was. Uh, you know, when I was growing up, everything was included in the game and you just unlocked it. But they've found this very clever way to nickel and dime all of us. You want some proof? Play Star Wars Battlefront and you get the season pass. And you'll totally understand what I'm talking about. Uh, but Naruto Storm, Ultimate Ninja Storm 4, that's the title of it. They really need to come up with a shorter title for these games. It looks like it's going to be really fun. Uh, the last thing I want to talk about today... Is this brand new countdown which just appeared on, uh, this website, which is supposed to do with something new in the Naruto universe, and, and it's completely up in the air at the moment. It could be a brand new manga, it could be a brand new anime, it could be a brand new movie. My guess is that this is going to be the next iteration of the Naruto anime series, which is going to involve the next generation of kids, basically the uh, the sons and daughters of Naruto and his friends. And uh, all they've released is this small image, which is clearly the uh, silhouetted images of Boruto, Sarada, we have, uh, I think his name is Mikazuki, I think that's his name, I, I always forget, uh, he's the new character from uh, Naruto, uh, yes, that is his name, I actually remembered it, no, it's not, <laughs> it's not actually, um, wow, I can't believe I forgot his name, he's the kid who looks uh, very much like uh, Orochimaru, for some odd reason, I I cannot remember that kid's name, it's, it's really strange, um, again, I have not seen uh, the Boruto movie, which is going to be released again in December, uh, but whatever, the the point is, uh, we, we, oh, Mitsuki, Mitsuki is his name, not Mikazuki, I'm thinking of the character from Gundam Iron-Blooded Orphans, uh, I'm sure there's someone who's already written down a comment about that. If you'd have just waited 10 seconds, you would have seen that I corrected myself. But we also uh, have the characters of Shikadai Nara, that is the son of Shikamaru, who looks pretty much exactly like him. We have Inojin Yamanaka, who is the son of Sai and Ino, who looks like a combination of the two. And then, of course, you have everyone's favorite Chocho Akimichi. Uh, Chocho's a character who has grown on me a little bit but she still can be kind of annoying mostly from the manga version I was reading they had that short Boruto special but uh, I have to admit she is still a really funny character and incredibly memorable um, and it's no surprise if they're deciding to use these characters because again these are the ones who supposedly have a big role in the Boruto movie and they also had a role in the, uh, the manga version so this is probably going to be a brand new anime as soon as the Naruto Shippuden anime finishes up and gets through all of these freaking fillers, we will finally get to this series right here, which I'm really interested to see how they're going to handle it. Obviously, there's a few stories that they can adapt. If they want, they can go the whole Dragon Ball Super route where they can adapt the movies, or they can literally uh, take that manga story and turn that into a story, but they could just have free reign and do exactly what they want. This could be the beginning of, like, just completely brand new material that's not based on a manga version. Maybe it is a manga. It's all just speculation at the moment. Um, what it is, perfect evidence, is uh, that Naruto is not going away anytime soon, you know. we're In many ways, we're still feeling the effect of Naruto ending in 2014. It's about to be 2016. It's been about a year since this series ended, and it is still... Pretty much going strong. It's really a testament to how popular it is. Um,. Would I end the series? Yeah, technically. But honestly, I am intrigued to see what they're going to do with these new characters. I am really interested to see what this next generation is going to be like and what type of opposition they're going to run into. If the movies are any indication, it basically looks like it's just a lot of members of the Otsutsuki clan. But I would like to see some new villains and uh, ones that obviously would be pretty strong. They'd have to make them really strong, too, especially because Naruto and Sasuke are, like, disgustingly powerful by the end of the series. So... I think this is exciting. I just don't know what the hell is going to be happening. Um, They said that details are going to be announced for this on December 19th, 2015. So we're probably going to learn a lot more then. And uh, this is right after the announcement of The Force Awakens. So this will be absolutely perfect. I'll be able to absorb all the Star Wars and get excited for all this brand new Naruto material. But uh, I would love to hear from you guys. Uh, What do you want to see From this brand new Boruto project. Do you want it to be an anime? Do you want it to be a movie? Do you want it to be a manga? Please tell me in the comment section below. And make sure to tell me uh, what type of characters you would like to see make an appearance. Do you want completely brand new ones? Or do you just want them to use some of the old characters? Uh, I'm really interested to hear from you guys. Because all of this stuff right here is just a big mystery. Uh, so there it is, my friends. Those are just some of the things that I wanted to talk about today. I know this is... Not been a typical podcast. Um, it's really weird not having someone to talk to as I have to basically just keep going here. And uh, it's definitely been something of a struggle. Uh, but it was fun. Um, I just I, I didn't want to go another week without giving you guys an episode. I wanted to give you guys some material. Uh, so I really hope that you enjoyed this. Um, but like I said, please tell me uh, what you thought about the topics that we talked about today. The Captain America Civil War, Batman, and all the Naruto related stuff. Um, if you guys have any topic ideas or things that you would like us to talk about... Please tell us in the comments section below, and we would love to hear your viewer questions. Those are very important. We would like to do those on the show as well. It's a really good opportunity to uh, finally talk to us personally. Uh, it's one of the best ways, too, because uh, we're very, very busy. Uh, I barely had enough time to record this podcast as is today, and... Uh, uh, just so busy lately, especially with the holidays coming up. But uh, I'm rambling now. I just want to go ahead and wrap up the show right now. I wanted to take a moment to thank our network, Rogue Intel. Rogue Intel gives us the ability to speak our minds and they allow us to be ourselves. So make sure to check out the other shows at rogueintel.com. And if you would like to help keep the network going, head over to rogueintel.com slash Amazon for all your shopping needs. And that's the perfect place to do it because it's not going to cost you any extra and a portion of your total will go towards the rogue intel network so make sure to do all of your holiday shopping there so you can help these podcasts going because they're all pretty freaking awesome awesome. So thank you guys for joining me today. I know it's definitely been the weirdest episode of the, uh, the powerful Nerdcast, Uh, but there it is. You don't always get what you want, but you get what you need. So thank you guys again for watching. Make sure to like this video and make sure to download the episode at rogue Intel and at iTunes. There will be links for all of that in the description box below so thank you guys again for listening i will see you next time